Jesus Christ, Doc, you disintegrated Einstein. Disintegrated Einstein. Einstein. It's a mini-sode. Hi, it's Frida. And it's Abby. And she still has not written this, an intro for this series. I still don't even prepare what I might say about the intro to the series. Um, I, I picked us a mini-series and now we have to extend it. And it's been quite stressful. Yay. Welcome to our mini-series. This is so bad, it's good. Maybe it's just bad. Who knows? We do. Today is the fourth, I believe, episode of the series. And we're going to talk about a small indie film called Sharknado. Abby, why don't you summarize the film? Sharknado? It's a tornado of sharks. What's it about? Sharknado. It's about sharks in a tornado in Beverly Hills. What more do you fucking want from a movie, Frida? Like, come on. Just so greedy. As it turns out, <laughs> nothing. I want nothing yes. more from any films. I had no idea. <laughs> I've spent my whole life searching for, like, a higher form of art. <laughs> you and found now I feel it in like Sharknado. that was all a waste. <laughs> I mean, I am having Where a bit of a mental begin? breakdown at the moment. Um... So this is a nice reprieve from it. <laughs> I'm also having a mental breakdown and this is also a great reprieve. It's also yes. somewhere to put like my big feelings in. So I think this episode is going to turn out really well. Big feelings for Sharknado. <laughs> <laughs> just, exactly. Just, just, I am at, I, I had this. So the, the self-doubt that I suffer from, right, has mm. taken on a new awareness where the thing that's making me suffer is not so much the self-doubt, but the awareness of the self-doubt and that how hindering it is for me. Yeah. And that it's, it's spurred this new form of existential pain where it's not only the doubt, but being like, why are you still doubting yourself? Yeah. It's like a double layer <laughs> of torture. That's my latest thing. Excellent. Anyway, so that's that's my mood today. So, in terms of so. Um, Sharknado, before we uh, yes. before we get into the questions, <laughs> do you ha- do you have any general comments about the movie? I loved Sharknado. <laughs> I, I I had a successful movie Sorry, soup so club. I had two people and Raf. We had a big discussion yeah. before about the rating. We looked it up. You know, we decided that he'll stay and we'll see how he goes. No, he stayed the whole yeah, film. Nice. Because as it turns out. <laughs> it's not scary. <laughs> it's not scary at all. No. <laughs> but but I had soup. I had a, my soup club. So we had a crowd and we were in stitches. And Amazing. I mean, like there was a regular lol moment in this movie. It was so funny. I love Sharknado. Yes. I want to watch it again. Yes. <laughs> Frida, there's like six or seven just, of them. It's, so. The, the, just, just the, the, do you know what it reminded wait, me of? Wait, fr- wait, can I just tell you? Possi- can what? I just tell you? The, no, not, the, yeah. the, in, in terms of the other ones that they do, right? We get sharks in space. There's like Sharknado in space. And then they do time travel Sharknado. Like, <laughs> There is yeah. scope. I knew I should have done a Sharknado miniseries. <laughs> it's insane. Like, I... 
this actually is so bad it's good and and the the reason why it's so bad is that it goes all in on everything bad everything is so bad it's passionately bad like it's so bad everything is so bad and i was like is this the secret to it's so bad it's good you have to don't try to do anything good at all don't even try yeah it has to be intentional But, it, but it, they they really did hit on something with it, right? Because, like, there's... It's such a risk to try to make something intentionally bad. Because you're like, if, if people don't go in with it, if people don't enjoy it or just or just get it, then, like, what's the point? And it just worked. Yeah, exactly. It just worked. Everything about it. <laughs> I, I read some... Um, I read some stuff about the cast and stuff where they were just saying that, like, just behind the scenes things where they were just like every take they were in stitches because of how ridiculous it was (laughs) and that they said that every single thing they're doing they're reacting to nothing like they gave them absolutely nothing Tara Reid said that like what would happen is if there was supposed to be a reaction to a shark one of the crew would hit a car and go shark and they were all just supposed to go shark because the reaction shots are one of the things that's so relentlessly bad about it. Like, just to jump to my favorite part. <clears throat> so firstly, the CGI for me was like was like entry CGI from when CGI was first invented. That's what it was like. It was like the CGI from like the earliest ever image. Wait, so ever are we are we going straight into the first section? Are we? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was because going to talk about reaction. Let's listen, go into it because I'll it's start worst, bleeding. Yeah. Because like it's worst <laughs> bits, but in the context of this movie, it's like best worst bits. It's like best I, bits that are just terrible bits. Yeah. It's, it, I have it's to such say, a, it's a combination. I have to say, I tried to keep in the categories, but eventually I was just vomiting up stuff on the page <laughs> without any sense of what category it belongs to it's fine we'll like, figure i'm not it out. sure if the fact that nova says oh my gosh oh my gosh the whole time she never says oh my god she says oh my gosh like even that where does that belong in what category does that belong it's so funny that she says oh my gosh it's so funny i don't know what category to put that in but it killed know. me every time she said oh my gosh i died <laughs> There's such like subtle things in there that are just fantastic. But just to come back to because on my worst worst slash best bits I have CGI as well. So just to come back to that point that yeah, you're making, yeah. it, it is. It's exceptional how bad it is. Yeah, it's it, there's one shot where the, where the shark is on the ground writhing around, but just like the head of the shark is doing like a forty five degree sort of. <laughs> you know turn like uh, 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 uh. <laughs> that's all it's doing and the and the tail is still and it's all gray it's just that total like background in a computer yeah. generated image where the, <laughs> the shark is just rotating like this <laughs> that made me laugh we all were on our feet at that point it was so good oh the the whole like every shot every shark shot basically is just so ridiculously bad and and even like the cgi'd weather at times as well and you're just like and some of the scenery too where you're just like we know that you're in front of a tiny green screen but for some reason now you've made like 
<laughs> this wide shot of just complete, like, this entire airport that definitely doesn't exist because nothing in it looks real. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> so good. It's amazing. Um, go, give me a oh, next one. Oh, uh, oh wait, I'll give you one. Gaggling. I don't know what to say. No, I'll give you one because it's my favorite thing from the very first moment. I, now, I, like, I admit, I have watched this movie too many times, like too many times, but I get such enjoyment yeah. out of making people watch it for the first time with me. So I made my friend Emily watch this with me and she is not into this. She loves sci-fi. She likes proper deep, like we're talking, like we've watched the Solaris 1970s in Russian and German movie vibe. Uh, so trying to get her to appreciate Sharknado was a stretch. But I had so much fun. But my favorite thing in any Sharknado movie, or like any time I've ever watched this, and I will always come back to it, it's the cutaway weather shots. It's the fact that they're in a storm, and then the camera pans to the right, and it's perfect blue sky sunshine Beverly Hills. And then it comes back, and it's like, wow, we're in a storm. And the next thing, it's completely dry. There's not a drop of rain or water anywhere, but then a shark. And you're just like, what is, what is this? It's all the stock footage that they used, but the way they just seem to choose only stock footage on bright, sunny days. <laughs> not any stormy, wet weather days. No, no, no. Give us sunny day stock footage. So everything in the distance is always perfectly clear and not a sign of a storm. I just that's the just kind of quality me. bad stuff. That's that's what that's what we're talking about here. I've written okay. How about I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to the bridge and rappel down, and then he goes and he he rappels down. Like I do believe that need an LA lift. person would just have rappel equipment. Need a lift? I know, I know. And then the teacher standing in the middle going, "Whoa, boy! Yeah. My mama yeah. always told me Hollywood would kill me." Boom. <laughs> Lucky we got out of that. Woo. It's so, it stays on him for so long that there's no ambiguity about what's about to happen. You're just waiting for how it's going to, you think a shark's going to come and get him. And you are genuinely surprised that it's a Hollywood sign. It's like, oh. By the way, as soon as you see the teacher, you're like, oh, okay, well, he'll be dead. Because yeah. they didn't make the school teacher like some pretty lady. They were like, he's like, Wow, teaching's gonna kill me. You know, like you're like, oh yeah, he's gonna die. That that guy is a shark lunch. Oh, oh wait, no. Do you know what? the absolute best scene in the entire movie for me, or one of the best scenes? Um, the entire scene in the hallway of Tara Reed's house when they go in <laughs> and the whole the house suddenly floods and they're in the hall and there's a shark and the proportions of what their hallway is is so confusing how big is this how small is this how much water is in there i don't know how can the shark fit and then they fit and then and then they kill the shark and then there's blood and it's like uh what what's the actual line um looks like it's that time is that of the when month. they go it looks like it's that time of the month <laughs> it's so and the acting back and forth is so bad in that moment between Tara Reed and Ian um what's his name Zerling see I can't remember I can never pronounce his name looks like it's that time oh, of the God. month so funny of course they have to say that obviously it's Sharknado but when they I leave just... the house Abby 
Yeah. The water bursts. There's no water. The water yeah. on the inside of the house. But yeah, there's not no, but there's none on the outside. It I know. It's like how is the, the how is the hallway flooded? Out. How? Where's the water coming from? Because when they go out, there's no water in the streets. The house bursts and then the house crumbles. No other house crumbles in the street. Yeah, no, no, no. Oh yeah, the, the, house. the house completely demolished. Where is the water coming from? Why did it crumble? There's no water anywhere else in Beverly Hills. This makes absolutely no sense. Even we all were like, why did the house just yeah. burst with water? Where did it come from? Really, I also, like, I also love the whole. There, there is that like really kind of self-aware thing at the beginning, all right, when like the storm is starting to come in, right, and then he wants to go to the house to get it, you know, because of his kids and stuff, and he calls her and oh, what's her name, April, and she's just like, "We're like three miles in from the coast. What are you talking about? We're fine." And he's like, "No, you're not safe up on a hill in Beverly Hills, like miles in from the from the water." <laughs> And you're supposed to be afraid of sharks. I just love the whole, like, this is completely ludicrous. There is no reason. I think she says, I'm literally a thousand miles away. And he's like, you're literally 6.6 miles away. That That's kind of, it was weird. It, Tara Reid being like, oh, I have a boyfriend. Why are you trying to take care of me? I've already got a boyfriend. Oh. And I the know. daughter who's wearing a wig. The daughter is in a wig. Oh, by no, the way. We'll come back. We'll come back. Okay. Park it. Park it. Uh, coming back to worst best bits. Um, George and his stool in general. George and his stool. George yeah. lives in Beverly Hills. George owns, a, a George has a lot of money, but he goes to the beach he goes to your man's dive bar to perv on nova and because um he wants to because his stool his stool is there so then there's a whole weird thing with the stool and then he carries the stool and then he uses the stool and it's like oh george plus there's the woman i plan to marry i think about it every day so creepy (laughs) so ick (laughs) beverly hills emergency services are second to none Oh yeah, I know that. That hang on, let me meditate on that scene for a bit. (laughs) That was the dickhead boyfriend being like, "Why do we need you? Beverly Hills Emergency Services is second to none." That his entire demeanor—it's like, get out of here. There's no place for you here. There's already a man here. (laughs) It's quite satisfying when he gets killed, though. But the setup is so clunky. It's hilarious. Um. There's a there's a gargling shark at one point, like somebody puts something in a shark's mouth or kicks the shark in the mouth and you hear a shark go <laughs> It's autoport, it's insane. Um Nova's entire backstory about the shark bite, like the whole the scar that she's oh. trying to hide on her leg while wearing a bikini. Oh my god. Everything about it. And Abby. then the final the moment of the conversation with the son. They took my grandfather. So I really hate sharks. Well, now I hate sharks too. So bad. Abby. And then the little tear. The little tear. Abby. That was a Jaws reference. <laughs> that was the... She was Robert Shaw's character. There was <sighs> so... We're gonna need a bigger chopper, she says, yeah. not one minute later. She... <laughs> There's that scene in Jaws where where Clint is his name Quint Quint is brought into the town to hunt the shark, 
And he's like, I hate sharks. And they're like, why do you hate sharks? I hate sharks. And there's this one scene the night before they go out on the boat to hunt the shark where they get drunk. And he tells this horrific story of when he was in the Navy and they get harpooned or whatever. And they're all in the water waiting for rescue, being being like tacked off by sharks mm. one at a time and he survived like three days it's the it's the best part of the film and it's a terrible story and he delivers it so well and he's like so i really hate sharks <laughs> so to see nova being like three people went into that water and only i came out i really hate sharks <laughs> it was so funny <laughs> it was so funny oh, it was God. so funny she was the the is his name Quint? I think it's Quint. I don't know, Someone I can... can correct me, but how dare they? It's atrocious. I mm. loved it. It's so funny though. It's atrocious. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. <laughs> um, oh my god. There's a newsreader at one point and he goes, It's Johnny reporting. Johnny with an I. <laughs> I don't know why they had that. I don't know why in the middle of this sharknado film we see a news report and by the way the news report they're watching a screen and it's so badly lit that we see the reflection of whatever's in the background as they're filming like in the screen by the way we see all this shit reflected in the tv that they're watching i don't know what it is but it's it's not supposed to be there and the reporter says johnny johnny with an eye reporting that is what the reporter says so what news report? I don't remember much of the news report stuff, but I did read that it was all stock footage. That the news reporting, all of the news report scenes were all stock footage scenes. None of them. Johnny the with an eye. We have to track this down. So yeah. So it it was actually playing on a screen like diegetic, hmm. but the screen itself was yeah. reflecting what was behind the camera. Is yeah. my point. If you can imagine something so. <laughs> clunky as that so you could barely really see the screen because you were seeing like windows i think it was big windows in the background it's amazing shocking johnny with an eye i have to find um i loved the whole why would they build a retirement home next to an airport yeah because they can't hear (laughs) just the weirdness of it and then the airport the fact that like every single plane gets entirely destroyed in the storm when they're all like locked inside except for one pristine helicopter Mm. everything else is trash how can we get there one helicopter we can take that Uh. that was our our (laughs) battleship with rihanna tribute we've got no boats left that's not true (laughs) yes how about there was a point where they zoomed in on like a banana and some bread i'm not sure they were going into like the supermarket and there was very, they were buying food and like banana, bread. And the camera just zooms in on the bananas and then zooms in on the bread. They were going to the doomsdayer was selling them stuff and he was like, it's the government. Oh, I got that in my head. at one point. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I have that. So where, where did I? I can't. Go? My no- I've got my it written down, so I've got the do the the doomsday thing because it just that line, <laughs> just it's amazing. I wrote down his dialogue right. Apocalypse, my ass! This isn't the end of the world. Gods, they're not angry with us. The aliens aren't coming down. It's the government with a big capital G. They're behind everything. They know what we buy. They know what we eat. Where we go to the bathroom. They know what kind of cheese I like. Pepper Jack. His reaction. 
And then he's like, they control it all. And the weather, too. I gotta hand it to him, though. Sharks. I never saw that coming. (laughs) The cutaways to Ian Zering's reaction shots doing that whole speech are relentless. He's just like... (laughs) There's There's so many... There's a lot of scenes in this film where they do multiple cutaways of a person reacting to the same thing that's going on for like way too long. Like that character saying this speech and about four or five cutaways to Ian Zering (laughs) just being like wincing. And are you going to bring... Because they obviously dumped all their money on the shark chainsaw at the end. Oh, yeah. Which we'll get to. So that was all their budget. We'll get to that. Okay. (laughs) We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah, I mean, do you have there's any... a line. I, I, I don't even know. How about, here, use my apron as a tourniquet. <laughs> <laughs> and then she oh. takes it off and she's in a bikini. I know that that whole, like, now I'm in a bikini. Yeah. And the apron was a tourniquet. The, the brilliance of that scene, <laughs> it was brilliant. That was movie magic. Like, I mean, <laughs> you would see that I was in a bikini but I'm wearing this apron. Luckily, somebody <laughs> needs a tourniquet. My apron can probably do that. Here, use my apron as a tourniquet. And voila, I'm now in a bikini. End scene. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, well, will we move into the next section? And then when we get to the end, we'll just see what sure. you've got left. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so the next bit is like worst bit science. And I do have yeah, some stuff written down for this, do you? Oh, yeah, loads. Sorry, my my laptop just jumped up asking me if I wanted to use Teams as an input for some inexplicable reason. <laughs> but we're okay, we're still recording, we're good. Um, okay, so, like, sharks in water that doesn't even come up to the halfway up the wheel of a car. (laughs) This, to me, the first time I watched this movie, was like, I could not stop shouting at the screen (laughs) every single time. They're in the car, and they're freaking out about the sharks outside the car. And I'm like, but they can't get you because you're in the car, and the water doesn't even come up to the car. So why are you scared of the sharks that can't get you? You're in a car. What? I don't understand. What is happening? The, the, it kept changing the perspective. Like it would cut away and then the the perspective would be completely different and suddenly all these tiny, because the sizes of the shark, the depth of the water, yeah. I don't know, like you'd constantly change. And so when you had those scenes where you'd feel instinctively they'd be safe, it would cut away and you'd see like eight sharks just being like, yeah. <laughs> It's the, you're right. It's the perspective shift. It's just so constant. And you're like, sometimes it's like the water is like only up a little bit and then it's up like way more. And then you've got a huge shark in water that it couldn't possibly be in and then you have like tiny sharks which I guess you could be a little bit like you know you can have small tiger sharks I think that you know can bite you and stuff but like yeah it was just I was just like the the whole scientific aspect of what sharks Mm. would be where and how they would fit and how much water you would actually need and how far they would be able to come in and how long (laughs) they'd be able to survive and whether a shark could actually land face down on the roof of a car and bite through the metal of a car and I just you know 
How and strong also is a shark's going jaws? down a drain? How about going down a drain? <laughs> yeah. Sharks in a drain? They're going down the drain. They're going to turn up in every house in Beverly Hills. <laughs> Maybe that's how they got in the house. It came up through the toilet or something. I love when they just drop out of the sky into the swimming pool. Plop. And the lady falls in. Yeah. She falls in. She falls in. That, that's the kind There's of stuff no reason, you would do another but... take. In another film, they'd do, okay, let's do another take of that where you don't fall into the pool, you go, you run away. But they were like, fuck it. Get in the so water. So you just had one person in the pool What's and that? then another person jumps isn't, into the pool. Isn't that a James Bond um, villain? Is it a Bond movie that I'm trying to remember where there's sharks in the pool and there's a separator and the separator comes up? Separator starts to come away to put them. I can't remember. I think Sorry, it might be a James not, Bond movie. No, it's Austin Powers, my darling. Oh, is that an Austin Powers? Laser Sharks. No, I'm not thinking about the that Laser is... Sharks. No, but I'm not thinking about the Laser I'm talking about an actual. I'm pretty sure the Austin Powers Laser Sharks are a reference to Dr. another no. movie with the sharks in the pool. Oh. <laughs> Which I'm sure Do- is a Bond is, is movie. Is it Doctor No? I don't know, maybe. Doctor No. I've no idea. Because that's who that's who Mister Mister whatever is evil yeah. is based on Doctor No. Uh, so I didn't know that. I didn't know that the laser sharks was actually based on a James Bond thing where there was a real shark. Wow, I'm learning something today. I'm pretty sure. Somebody please correct me if I'm wrong. But like, um, okay, what's your give me a science science <laughs> science of Sharknado? Oh my god. Okay, the Hollywood sign. Just the Hollywood sign. Isn't that how the teacher died? Yeah. He was like cut in half by a Hollywood sign. I think just the entire thing of the Hollywood sign. Of course, they had to be like sliced up by the Hollywood sign. (laughs) That, I don't even, I mean, yeah. It's pretty big, So the Hollywood sign blows away and it comes like back like every letter. Yeah. No, oh, oh, oh like my god, I forgot the whole sequence of them ducking and diving from it. The Hollywood Ooh, signs. All yeah. the debris. Debris. <laughs> but it's all so Hollywood funny. letters. <laughs> the weird okay, kind of ways it's like say, as well, they're like, you oh. all have to stand individually. We have to take all of your shots individually. You can't do things as a group. Individual shots only. <laughs> the Hollywood sign. Oh, Abby. Yeah. The car explosion. At some point, randomly, they're in the car and he goes, do you smell gas? Quick, oh, yeah. run. And everybody runs and spontaneously, for no reason, <laughs> the car just explodes. <laughs> Shark just in the gas explodes. tank. explodes. And I think it happens twice. I'm pretty sure it happens twice in the film. Do you smell gas? That's not how that works. That's not science. That's worst bit science. That is, Listen, it doesn't. You want to talk about science, Frida? How about blowing yeah. up a tornado with a homemade bomb? Deus, I couldn't believe it. When they were like, <laughs> sorry, when that kid just starts, it was like play school. What does he say? How, goes, do, oh, how do they so even funny. know how to do it? He goes, tornadoes happen when cold air and hot oh. air meet. The way he randomly says it out of the blue, like as if he was on a play school, like a kid's thing, it was insane. It's, but I couldn't the, believe it. It is the epitome of our here comes the science bit. It is the yes, epitome exactly. of it. Exactly. 
He just says the science, but also it's a deus ex nucana. It's not with a nuke, but he certainly falls under the purview of yeah. deus ex nucana. I couldn't believe it. I started writing so furiously when that happened because I just was like, I cannot believe this is happening. Drop a bomb in a tornado. It's the only way. It's the only <laughs> way. The only way we can say Absolutely this. the only way. They have to drop a bomb in the tornado. And then they drop the bomb and the tornado's like, Ooh, and they're like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> Two left. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't have any more science bits. Do you have any more science bits? Um, setting the pool on fire. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> what? I, yeah. Just the setting the pool on fire is like. Okay, I mean, I guess I'm okay with it, but it just didn't feel right, you know, yeah. like in my skin. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have anything to say. Um, that is car explosion. Why did the water burst out of the house? That was a big one, but we already discussed that. Yeah. Why did the water burst out of the house when it was supposed to be a hurricane or whatever coming into the house? Yeah. It... Why did they leave the house? And because it no meant they could anyway. destroy the house. <laughs> It meant, they, it meant we got that shot. <laughs> yeah, that was a highlight yeah. of the film. Faux show. That's all my science bits. Okay. Then that means we are into redeeming qualities, which is a weird one because I think we're both okay with this movie. So to me, the majority of the uh, movie is a redeeming quality, but number one of the uh, redeeming qualities for the entire movie is um, doing the uh, jump into the air into a shark and then chainsawing out of it obviously is the greatest scene in the whole movie that is a work of art the (laughs) bubbling and gurgling of the blood and my favourite thing about it is Tara, the cutaway to Tara Reed's face as she's making these nauseous faces. And it's about it's about five cutaways. It keeps cutting away to her and her face is like this for everybody watching in the video. <laughs> she just is going... Oh, she's getting more nauseous. That's, that's the face she's doing as it gurgles and it slowly... It's so slow. Yeah. And then at the end... It's still looking at it and there's this shimmering effect, which obviously they've paid quite a lot of money for to have the blood be shimmering. And it's just like you're staring at the (laughs) shimmering blood and they're like, see, we made the shimmering. That's hard. (laughs) (laughs) It might be. It probably was hard once upon a time, but like, you know, it was solved with Finding Nemo. I mean, when was this movie? When was Finding Nemo? But they didn't have access to that engine. This was like 2014. I want to say when was that? 2003. So this was, what? 2014. Is this, is this five years after Finding Nemo? 2014. Oh, 12 years? <laughs> 12 years after Finding <laughs> Nemo. I actually remember when Finding Nemo came out and the idea of the shimmering water, like like solving that particular thing and having beautiful shimmering oh, yeah. water. So this is this is... 2014 so are we 11 <gasps> what are we 11 years later 
and they and we have to be forced to sit through like four seconds of watching shimmering blood because they spent the money on it (laughs) (laughs) but i do love that i think it's perfect it was really really special okay how about how about okay so after that scene after that scene where they're standing there it's the best it's the best it's the best okay so in the earlier part of the movie he's like i'm too old for you but but then by the end it's like but do i have a guy for you (laughs) oh no wait okay actually so actually let's go into the what the fuck extended because her whole obsession with him and the whole the whole dynamic that they try to do, like that really contrived dynamic thing of the younger woman and blah blah blah. But he's still in love with his ex wife, and he's no yeah her massive daddy issues thing. I mean, they all have daddy issues. We're <laughs> yeah, gonna come to huge that as well. Daddy issues. But like Nova's oh, whole character, her whole obsession with Finn, and then the creepy transference at the end of like, hey, you've got a son my age, nice. <laughs> and it also, he looks at it. And, it, and they look at that and they turn to each other. And what does Tara Reid do? She wipes the blood off of his face. Yeah. And gives him a kiss. And they just giggle as if like, <laughs> there's blood everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> it's shark blood. <laughs> and they're all just laughing. <laughs> this all turned out well. <laughs> what? That 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 son thing because he was flirting on Nova hard from the beginning, right? Yeah. But I'm like, it presents as a really good solution. You're all about Finn. He's older than you. Yeah. He's a younger version. To me, in the in the universe of this brilliant film, that's exactly the kind of plot point that I want to see. That's what I want. That's a, that's that that makes sense. <clears throat> He's great. He's too old. No problem. He's his son. And in the universe of Sharknado, you go, excellent. That yeah. solves all my problems. Perfect. Here that's we go. That's actually what I was looking for. It's perfect. <laughs> now I'm happy. Like that's, but, that's exactly what this movie, I expect from this movie. And it delivered on every level. But the, did you, How I need to know how you felt about this part, right? Because the whole thing of when they go up in the helicopter and Nova falls out of the helicopter and into the shark, Right. You're like, oh my God, unexpected. Nova's in the shark. And then we just continue on and then he goes in and then he chainsaws out of it. And then that absolute beauty of a shot afterwards where he puts his hand in and grabs her out. (laughs) It's like, (laughs) she's alive. Yeah, and then mouth to mouth straight away. Straight away with the mouth to mouth. Just give her the mouth to mouth. Yeah, 100%. And after the mouth to mouth, which is just for the audiences, anybody watching, no mouth to mouth. No mouth to mouth. You just you just keep the heart pumping, fellas. You know, Don't worry about the mouth to mouth. If you keep the heart pumping, the oxygen circulates. Don't worry about it. Like, don't have to do it at all. But they love mouth to mouth. So he gives her mouth to mouth. And then she's like, and spits up water. Was she in the water? I missed that. I think she was in a shark, not in water. But that's just my opinion. She spits up water. And then he's looking at her just like way too close. And I'm like, is he about to kiss her? Like, what's this is way too intimate. This is very strange. 
No, that's why mouth to mouth is kind of weird because you know guys like it's weird it's all yeah it's always just a bit <sighs> but the whole that whole thing that whole thing where it's like there's almost a moment it's that's a start where you just think like oh you know they killed off nova that's kind of cool and that solves all their problems as well you know it's like even though the son <laughs> totally is now falling in love with her in the past like 20 minutes that he's met her it, it solves all the problems and then it's just like nope there she is. <laughs> I just feel like at that point in the movie, you've screamed so much at the screen that as soon as you, you're, it's like, did you expect it? Were you surprised no, or were all, you like? The second he reached back, I was like, oh shit, it's Nova. Oh shit, <laughs> yeah. it's Nova. Yeah. No, we were still talking about it like 48 hours later though. The, 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 what? There's, there's such an uh, excess of sharks in the film. But yes. but of course, in the universe of this film, it's just the kind of thing I expect. Yes, that yeah. is totally what I would expect. It's what, it, what makes sense. Again, it, it makes sense. Yeah. That's um, two people, one shark. No, totally. What, what, um, what do you have for what the fuck extent? I've got two more things on it. I think when they turn up at Tara Reid's house, oh, by the way, Tara Reid calling her like slut. Who is this stripper? Yes! Who is this prostitute here? This is coming from Tara Reid's going, who is this hussy coming into my house? Tara Reid. Big words for Tara Reid is all I'm. By the way, Tara Reid has lied about being married to so many people. I was looking her up on her Wikipedia page. Yeah. Maybe Wikipedia. I'm not going to go deep dive into this, but there's several instances where Tara Reid has said she's been married to people that have been like, I did not marry. Oh, I feel. I just I, want to say. I have a lot of. I have a lot of like feeling for Tara Reid. I have too. a lot of sympathy for her. She's actually on. Um, she's on that celebrity SAS thing. And I was reading an article about her earlier about how like she was asked why she wanted to do it. And she was like, because I'm always seen as a weak person and I've always been quite weak and um, I get bullied in the media a lot and people always have a lot to say about me and my appearance. And I thought maybe this might help me become a stronger person. She's like, I need thicker skin to be able to handle it, basically, because she gets fucking torn apart in the media. She gets absolutely slayed. She's definitely so I kind of love taking up. But I, love I just her. I love Tara Reid. Yeah, I just love that like I just love that she's in these movies now and like they've made however many of them and they've been really successful and it and you know it doesn't matter like the acting whether whether she's actually acting badly or if she's intentionally acting badly I don't know but like she has acted in good movies before. So you know, it's like it's she's whatever. Like, I just I'm just yeah. happy that she's you know, and I hope the SAS thing goes well for her and that she's she does. taken up a certain space in film yeah. that is considerable, and she reminds me in a funny way of Pamela Anderson, right? Yeah, nobody can do Tara Reid like Tara Reid. Nobody can be like Pamela. A lot of people have tried. Mm. So for every Tara Reid, there's like so many people that are just kind of got the trashy thing, but also but but like aren't. Um, yeah. memorable and haven't made a dent but Tara Reid somehow managed it and it's the same way that Pamela Anderson has somehow managed to do something considerable that many people have tried to copy but there isn't There's, enough do you know what it room is? for more than for more than a handful of those kinds of people in but it's also because there's a there is a certain level of authenticity about them like they're they're a hot mess basically you know, it, but in general, like that's kind of how yes. some of their some of their lives, some of the things that has happened has comes across has come across is um, in that kind of way. And it's like people who have, you know, they've got a lot going on or they're not handling things well or they are a mess 
of a person in general as it appears to the rest of us or their life is going in a certain way that seems like a mess but there's something really authentic and really genuine about them particularly when they talk about like their lives and when when you kind of see them in interviews and stuff that I think it's not necessarily sympathy but it's almost like they're you're able to kind of relate to them in such a way that makes you kind of go I like Pamela Anderson I like Tara Reid you know, I don't want tell them you what to. It is. The Big Lebowski. I knew there was something specific that she was in she's, that I was like, uh, yeah, she's a survivor. That's what I think it is. She's. Just, I think they're survivors. Yeah, I think that there's a lot of people like Misha Barton, for example, who have not survived. And Lindsay Lohan, maybe we'll see how she goes. But people who have been seriously mm. damaged by their time in the limelight, and but but Tara Reid survives, and she yeah. might have like survived everybody. Like she started off the hottest mess out of them but she remains a hot mess and whereas a lot of yeah. people weren't as a hot mess but now are much messier do you know what i mean but yeah. she stayed at this level of hot mess successfully for so long and the fact that she's like infiltrated this sharknado's thing and it's kind of genius is Can, really admirable to, to say as well i think Lindsay lohan is on a turnabout at the moment and i hope she's coming back and jamie lee is like right behind her the whole way she's like fully supporting her she's even been like I will do a Freaky Friday reunion. Let's fucking do it. So like, I love that. Um, I'm just looking at Tara Reid's IMDb and I just want to say that like, she gets consistent work. Now, it's all small shit and everything like that, but she has 20 upcoming projects. Yeah, I know. 20. Not everyone has that amount of upcoming projects. Sure, it's all trash. I mean, she's in things called Aquatic <laughs> Mash's Mushroom, Aquatic Siege, <laughs> Ghost Killer, um, Air Force Z, <laughs> Mayday Z, Generation Angst. <laughs> it, it takes up a very Oh, wait, 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 wait. Space. Cranial Sacral. <laughs> commas, coma. I love it. I love it. I love it. I don't care. I love it. I stand Harry forever. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Back to the movie. Back to the what the fuck's extended. <laughs> okay, so when they turn up to her house, to Tara yeah. Reed's house, with a gun and a bat, them at the door of the ex-wife <laughs> with a gun and the bat, she's like, what are you guys doing here? And they're just like, huh? <laughs> No explanation. <laughs> they also like they don't need to be holding their gun and the bat yeah. at her. And t- to the point, like every time I was like, "All right, we're in for this." Every time Nova's gonna fire the gun, we're gonna get a shot of her being like, "Yeah, okay." I was like, "Buckle in, guys," because that sound effect and that is gonna happen a hundred times. And I wasn't <laughs> wrong. Every time Nova was setting up a shot, we had to get her. A, yeah, <laughs> she's such a badass with a gun. I know. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, speaking of like the, the um, dead, but for Sharknados. speaking of arriving at the house, because one of my what the fucks extending. This is one of the things that I really, really, really annoyed the fuck out of me about the movie, and not and and I get that it was again following all those same tropes and everything, but it did actually just annoy me. But his daughter and her fucking daddy issues. Oh my god, what a pain in the ass! What an actual pain in the ass! Do she you love like me yet, Danny? Danny, do you thing. love me as much as you love my brother yet? It was just like I just I can't. She's also you. forty, and in a wig. Who <laughs> <laughs> was his daughter? Tara Reed's daughter in a wig. 
Sometimes they have to put a wig on. Sometimes the actress turns up and the hair people is like, mate, I don't know what to do with your hair. You're in a wig. And they just chuck a wig on somebody and send them off. And, and that wig with the fringe to the side to cover up the hairline with the color was such a wig color as well. Oh, I they. Well, I was... can't remember the character's name. I'm just going to type in daughter. I just I need to see a picture of her. I can't remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's uh, like just the I just her entire character, her entire whiny everything was terrible. She hates her dad. <laughs> She's like, I don't want your help. I don't want you anywhere. Like, you know, fuck off, leave me alone. It's just all this stuff. And it's like, you're literally in the middle of a crisis. I can't remember the scene, but there's a bit at the end where it's so completely ridiculous that she wants to, like, hash something out at that moment in time. You're like, lady, (laughs) read the the fucking room. (laughs) Do you see the tornado of sharks? Oh, my God. And I always forgot to mention in one of my worst bits of the movie, I forgot to mention the Australian guy. He's like my nightmare. (laughs) I looked him up. He was in Baywatch because I was like, why are you here? Why are you here? Why are you here? So then I looked at him. I was like, oh, you're a Baywatch alumni. Got it. But his whole like, I'm Australian was so embarrassing to me as an Australian. We are not like that. That is not what people are like. That but is you are the, the guys who know about the sharks the... and they needed someone who understood sharks. So they needed an Australian. Sure. Fine. Sharks. Um, so can, can we talk about what the actual biggest what the fuck scene in the entire fucking movie is? And the fact that we haven't what? mentioned it yet. The opening scene on the boat with the Asian businessman and the boat captain. And also we didn't hear Pete from them after that. The whole thing. The whole thing makes no sense. And then there's a shootout on the boat as he's trying to run away with the money. But they're in a storm and there's literally nowhere for him to go. Why would he be trying to escape from the boat? Like the whole thing is the most ridiculous and the accents are so bad and the whole like setup and the approach to everything and they're eating shark fin soup on the boat in the middle of the sea and the businessman is in a full suit in the it's just and then the captain is like proper old fisherman's friend captain with like the the navy jacket and the hat and it's just like what is happening in this entire scene oh it's glorious it was so yeah the shootout also there's a point where he's holding the gun and they're in they're holding a gun on each other and the businessman is pretending like he's the only one holding a gun he's like that's right i've got a gun on you and i'm gonna take the ship and the money <laughs> but i'm like buddy the guy is also holding a gun on you you have not got the upper hand in this situation also at that measure. point they haven't actually got the fish hole that he's trying to steal the, the, the shark fins? Yeah. Haven't they? No, because they, they have the whole thing in it where they're saying like, oh, uh, he wants how much money? And he's like, oh, there's a huge there's a huge swell or something coming in. Mm. Uh, when we get that, when we catch that, you won't even know. Or it'll, um, uh, that'll seem like nothing to you or something like that. Then that's even more funny. I'm just got. Are you hopping in the shower? You gonna get in the shower now? Can you close the door? 
Okay. Do you have any more What the Fuck's Extended? Okay. Let me see. <laughs> The mayhem that is this movie. I wrote something that, and then I wrote hard to explain. Like <laughs> I just couldn't explain it. I just could not explain the thing I was trying to explain. You know, it's hilarious. Um, what did you write? I, I don't even know. I wrote, "What the heck?" There's sharks in the streets. Yeah. Hard to explain. Like, I, I, I don't know what, what I... I think somebody had said that. What the heck? There's sharks in the streets. Oh. Um, I, I don't have any more what the fucks, but there is just one f- worst bit that I forgot to say. Yeah. Two. Two. Okay, go on. So one is when they go surfing and it's stunt doubles on the board, but they oh, don't yeah. even bother. Again, again. Oh, yeah. They paddle. The cutaway shots. And as soon as they stand up, it just cuts to another person. That's yeah. the kind of but everything. Kind of but when he's standing as well, he's so clearly standing on a surf, like standing just on the floor, on pretending he's on something. <laughs> this is how you surf. <laughs> and then it cuts to another person surfing. I know they don't even bother. But that, that that's when you know that you can that you can really trust the film. And the other thing was was right at the beginning of the film, the font that says "off the coast" at the bottom. It was like Times New Roman, the font. I've never seen that before in my Can life just... where the font is just like the font from Microsoft <laughs> Office. Like it's not even, it's not even the type. It was just, this is Arial. This we is Calibri light. Like I, I, it's never hit me so hard what the font was. We did some did practice. Uh, we did some practice talks in the group last week and um, like for the new students and um, somebody used Times New Roman as a font and my supervisor straight away was like, um, can we maybe not use that font? What's Bless. wrong with Times New Roman? Well, In a practice yeah. talk. Yeah. What's wrong with that? I don't know, no, but even like the, the guy, the guy who did it, he was like, but it looks really nice and clear. I really like it. And I'm like, yeah, let's not use Times New Roman. <laughs> Times New Roman. It's too identifiable, I think. I think it's, it's too kind of like everyone knows it's mean. Times like, New Roman. The, the, don't use it. The, the, <laughs> just pay four bucks, you know, whoever the producers are. For the, pay four dollars for a less recognizable <laughs> font. You don't have to put Times New Roman up as your font. But have also, you if it's SNL intentional, it's papyrus. genius. Because if there's any font you could pick, it's either that or Comic Sans. And like you can't do Comic Sans in that context, so it sense. has to be Times New Roman. Have you ever seen the Ryan Gosling sketch on SNL about Papyrus and the Avatar logo? Yes, yes. I know what you did. Exceptional. Papyrus. He just used Papyrus, didn't he? Just he just put it there. He might have changed it. It wasn't. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, God. All right. So, um, the nerve. Okay. Did you have one more? No. Okay. Then we're into our last section, which I have nothing for. The sin. The biggest movie sin. Because I don't know how to pick a movie sin for this because everything's intentional. I've got one. Go on. I've got one. Oh my god! So I, we mentioned ones, but trying to reference Jaws to me is like a huge sin when you're trying okay. to like 
don't reference a great shark movie or do it or do it fine but like you are you are so not a great shark movie why are you what, what's your what, what are you getting at but anyway the bad cgi but here's a really good one there's a point when they're driving and something like a tissue is struck is stuck on the windscreen wiper it's inconsequential to the story <laughs> But they're in the car and there's literally just a tissue or like a piece of plastic and the windscreens are just like and it's just stuck there. And it's like somebody take whatever that is, call cut, take it off, start again. No, it just keeps going. But but is it not meant to signify there's trash because there's been a storm? Oh yeah, just one tissue. Yeah. <laughs> like this, I, I, in this thing, I'm like, there's not any sort of swirling trash. It's literally there's not really anything around it that I'm like, oh okay, this is part of the story. It seems like it's not at all part of the story, but there is a piece of tissue stuck to the windscreen at the prop. Yeah, amazing. That feels like a movie sin. I've written something here that I don't know. Bad. Bad something. Like there's a movie sin. Bad wig. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Bad wig. I mean. So that's it. I've mentioned them all already. Amazing. Bad wig. Uh, yeah. Well, then that means there's only one thing left. And I f- I'm genuinely excited by this. I knew that this would do it for us, but I wanted the entire series to be like this movie. So I'm disappointed yeah. in myself that I fucked yeah. it with all the other choices so far. Um, but Frida, get ready for the first time this series so far. Is this movie so bad it's good? Without question. <laughs> That's a Black Panther reference. I like to answer questions like that. <laughs> it is so fucking bad and so fucking good. Amazing. It's so good. <laughs> I had a blast from start to finish. I had the best time watching this movie. So thanks. Oh, I'm so happy. I got one right. One out of five because I don't think the next one's going to be good. Speaking of, that's it, it was for missing one thing, though. Oh, go on. I would have really liked the sharks to have some sort of like, you know, self-awareness. Yeah. <laughs> like some... Deep blue sea. It's the sharks. <laughs> They're getting us back because of what we did to the sharks. I would have really loved a moment where they all were coming together and then you had this sense of like the sharks hey, had sort of maybe. some existential... Maybe maybe you'll need to watch the next movies. Maybe that's to come. Can't wait. <laughs> All right. Okay, that's it for Sharknado. Uh, in two weeks' time, the next episode of our miniseries. You guys, I'm sorry. Like, I'm genuinely sorry about this one. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. Um, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Okay, cool. You've been trying to watch for two weeks. Did you say you've been trying to watch? We'll come back. Yeah, we'll we'll have that conversation next next time. (laughs) Wow, I am dreading it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you.